All right, what's going on, gang? Welcome back to the That's Your Opinion podcast. It's me, T-Dot. I'm here with Aaron. We're uh, going to review Big Trouble in Little China today. Say hello, Aaron. Hello, Aaron. <laughs> Softball. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, this is a John Carpenter film. Like, I didn't even realize that. It's a John Carpenter film. He's masterful. This he is, is after he made The Thing. He is, and he made one of the best, worst movies ever. He, I think, yes. Like no, that. it wasn't the worst best movie. It was the awesomest, best, kung fuiest American movie ever made, besides Matrix. That's your opinion. Just so, saying. You know, well, the, the movie is it's bad. Like it's bad the same way that like The Evil Dead was bad. Not not that it's a bad movie or that it's acted badly. Is that it's 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 not good. I don't I don't know what word I'm looking for, but it's it's an amazing movie. Like watch it. Watch it twice. It's that good. Like it's keep watching. Funny. It. It's very funny. But uh I can't tell which parts that, that that are funny because they want you to laugh and which parts are funny when they don't want you to laugh. I think they want you to laugh through the whole thing. Mm, maybe different. Except for when they're trying to steal the Chinese women. <laughs> when they were trying to right out of the airport. <laughs> they were trying to sub- <laughs> they were trying to subtly bring America to the truth about human trafficking. Right. <laughs> it's like yeah, we're in San Francisco airport. I'm just going to take these two women coming off the plane from China. <laughs> just no security. No t- this is before September 11th, though. That happened now, they wouldn't have got away because they wouldn't have had no shoes on. <laughs> Pants would have been falling down, no belt. They still had that switchblade. That's true. Mm-hmm. Pulled that shit out of nowhere. All right, so the, basically the premise of the story is that um, uh, Kurt Russell is a weird trucker. He's badass. <sighs> it's not that badass. He's on the replay. All I'm gonna all I'm gonna say is I can clearly see that this guy was the beginnings of Snake Bliskin. Like he's very snake-ish in his behavior. Like the things that he says sound kind of snake-ish, especially like the parts when he's in that truck yelling stuff to people. But on the same note, he is nowhere near Snake's level. Cause I mean he gets he gets like he's like the comic relief. I thought he was the hero of the movie. He's kind of the comic relief. He technically is the hero of the movie. No, he's technically... He saved us all from a very dark age. Right. He had one lucky throw with a knife in every other part of the movie. There's one part where he literally... All in the reflexes. There's one part where he literally <laughs> shoots up into the air, knocks a bunch of ceiling off, uh, knocks a bunch of like stone off the ceiling that fall down and knock him out in the beginning of the biggest fight of the fucking movie. <laughs> he <laughs> is goofball. He is the comic fucking relief. Short round over there. Is the goddamn hero of the movie. The guy doing Liu Kang kicks and flying through the air and shit. There's like three superpower guys. And he was dude, just trying to go for the love of Mao Yin. That well, is very true. He was just using superpowers to go for the love of Mao Yin. Well, she's beautiful. Like, come on. What I want to know is why earlier in the movie he didn't pull out those superhero moves. Like they were getting beat up by everybody and just his, tossed his around. Yin and the yang, his gang were in the wind, remember? He was in a kind of confusion. That's why he couldn't split the bottle. Yeah, that's the thing, I guess. So, <laughs> so I, I, the weirdest thing about it for but me, then he found his purpose and his destiny. Actually, okay, actually, you can, that's your opinion. It's not the weirdest thing about it, but a very weird thing. In the very beginning of the movie, Kurt Russell is in his truck driving around. He's eating, and then there's like another scene where he's driving around. And he's eating again. And there's another scene where he's eating. There's just so many scenes of him just shoving shit in his mouth. Talking on the CB. Yeah, talking on the fucking CB. You know, Jack Burton talking. Mm-hmm. Jack Burton. The guy. Jack Burton always says at a time like this. Tell me, tell me one thing he did in the movie that was heroic, other than throwing that knife. Uh, he rescued some women from human 
trafficking. How, how did he rescue him? Was it was it like heroically, or was it like he was stumbling and bumbling and short round one, and then he let him out? <laughs> Pretty much him and the, short round and the other Chinese guy kicked the kicked the guard's ass and moved on. So, so I'm calling him yeah. short round because for some reason every movie we've done so far has been uh, some white dude with a little Asian sidekick, <laughs> including including uh, Remo Williams. Huh. <laughs> really? He was the master though. He was not just a sidekick. Yeah, but short round is the master in everyone except for Indiana Jones, <laughs> and he's kind of the master in there. He saves Harrison Ford's ass a few times. Where the fuck was he at in the new Indiana Jones? Oh my god, That's why don't they talk about the new Indiana Jones. It is, that was the worst movie ever. You're right, you're right. Let's get back on track here. So, the first thing that... Uh, and that Kurt, was my opinion. The first thing Kurt Russell does when he gets to Chinatown is go to gamble. And he gambles all fucking night. Like, like they, a boss. Yeah, like a boss. He like wins. A boss. He wins and in short round threatens him and pulls out a gargantuan fucking sword. Like, I don't know where the fuck he was hiding that sword at, but he pulls out a huge sword, slams it on the table, threatening uh, uh, Russell. So they go to the airport to pick up his uh, betrothed wife. No, well, you, get, you missed the whole point. He lost the bet. Right. So he owes him a thousand dollars, right? Like two thousand two hundred thirty-seven. Wang. Strange. So he owes him that much. Is that the? Oh, that was the point I missed. Well, yeah, because Wang owns a... No, because he didn't split the bottle because his yin and yang were in the wind. Because his, his future wife-to-be was coming in an airport. And oh, and that's up. why he couldn't do magic in the beginning. Right, and that's right. What, oh, okay. But why was it in the wind? Because his uh, it moved the meow yin was still in the air. It moved the story around. Exactly. All right, so... Well, it wouldn't be much fun if, like, you know, Jack had lost the bet and given Wang all his money. And, and they just got on the road. Right. Just broke... I, I, don't think, any I don't think anybody would fucking care. That I'd, 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 I'd care. No, man. Just, it'd just be a I'd movie like of him on the road, butt. driving down the 40 through New Mexico. That's where the truckers go. <laughs> and then just stopping at... Juarez. Well, you know it'd be real cool if we stopped at a strange rest stop in Texas and uh, oh, Patrick Swayze was the bartender. Dun, dun, dun. They're not the same. Patrick Swayze and Kurt Russell are different. You're right, because Patrick Swayze would have fucking killed the shit out of this Kurt Russell. What? Snake against Roadhouse. That's a fight. This guy? Come on, man. Did you not see how tough Jack Burton is? Did you not see how tough Jack Burton acted and then never did anything tough in the entire movie? Well. Even the one kill he had, which was on The Biggest Boss, was like, it was just luck. It was luck. He caught a fucking knife by the blade and threw it back at the dude. Jack Burton is like the movie's... Big Shot Bob, Robert Ory, he just has the knack for that one shot. That's all he needs to do. He's just there, survives, and then, oh, bang, there you go. Killed it. Bragging dead. Well, anyway, so, strangely enough, while I was watching this, I kept confusing it with the golden child. <laughs> like, the whole movie, I'm like, where's the chick that turns into the snake? <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a long time. We might have to do that one later. That, that was still when Eddie Murphy was cool. Oh, yeah. There's also just one thing I wanted to say. There's one extra that's literally a Chinese Burt Reynolds. That's, that's, that's all I had to say about that. Nothing else. Um, Who's this? And then the dude, the dude, short round, he even is wearing an Indiana Jones hat at some point. Like, Oh, yeah. No, he is. Totally. I think we should look it up. Do you think that's actually the actor who played short round? No. Oh, my God. Think no. about the time frame. Short round was probably like 12 or 13. No, the movie. short round. Different guy. And then when that guy grew up, what, what are you trying to say? That I think all Asians look yes. like? 
No. That is not true. Actually, I did. All That is not true. Now, all Chinese people look like all Chinese people, no, and all no. Koreans look like all Koreans, but not all Asian people look alike. And if you look at the casting list, there's like Japanese, Thai, we will find Vietnamese, Chinese, Korean. Who Short Round is, other than uh, who's, the guy, who's the Korean dictator? Kim Jong-un? Kim Jong-un is now officially Short Round. I think he's always been Short Round, and his daddy was him before him. And his daddy before him. <laughs> fucking short round. I, I don't know. The fucking, the movie progresses. They they kidnap the dude's girl. They have like these crazy fucking gangs. But the gangs are not even that special. There's like the gang, one gang wears all black with red sashes. And the other gang wears all black with yellow sashes. And there's parts where they're like. They're not, one's, okay, think about it this way. It is the eternal battle of yin and yang, right? Yes. Yeah, yin and yang. So the red ones are the yang, right? Or the ying. I thought the yin was the was the better one. one. They gotta be those there. Yang's the bad one, right? It's just the way you look at it, though. <laughs> Thanks, Gandhi. I'm just <laughs> be more like Confucius. All right. All right. What does Confucius say? That's your opinion. Confucius say. It doesn't matter what Confucius says. That's just your opinion. <laughs> All right, there's going to be a lot of fucking ring bells in this one, I guess. <laughs> so, they fucking, they kill, they ki- oh, also, we forgot about those three fucking raidens. Oh, yeah, the four, three winds or whatever, I can't remember what they're called. There's, there's three crazy looking guys. They're badasses, though. One yeah. of them's, one uh, of them can kind of fly. One of them just becomes like a big pot roast or something. <laughs> I'm not sure what he is, seriously. One of them, one of them turns into a fucking hot air balloon? I don't know, he gets real big and explodes. And, like, he didn't kill... Oh, but you know what? He did bring the building down when he exploded, so... He's pretty... He was... Yeah, I mean, that... And then he was actually probably the best fighter all of them. He oh, was, yeah. like, super oh, strong yeah. and... Yeah, how come the lightning guy was just so wussy and didn't, like, blast everything in his way? Well, well, what it looked like to me was that he couldn't actually shoot lightning. He could just conduct it off of shit. Because <laughs> like, he never really threw a straight lightning bolt. It was all like he threw something at the wall and it bounced off the wall until it got to the person. It's like static point. electricity, man. <laughs> static man! <laughs> hey, wait, let me give him some bounce real quick. <laughs> all right, you're he's done, just, man. He's just got a carpet with him all the time. Wearing socks, just... <laughs> wool, and, wool and a big rod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It's that hat. You must have, like... Some ancient Chinese secret up here. No, he's, got, he's, got, he's got metal rods in his hand and carpet in the hat. Uh, it looks like he's reaching for lightning. He's really just rubbing those together. <laughs> Weirdo. Yeah, so they try to figure out who the guy is. Um, also, David Lopan is the guy in human form who's 2,000 years old and hasn't died because he really... What's that guy's name? Uh, wow, main, I'm just main, going off my mind. Main we got this guy over here with a super awesome advanced notes and he has nothing i i never said i was i was a great note taker i just said i have to write stuff down because i'll forget it no so clearly i should have wrote this down what's lopan's name lopan well no david lopan (laughs) 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 what is his name i know in this celestial form he's uh can't remember no i just a lot of two random sounds. <laughs> it's not even, I don't even know. Is that a real name? Maybe. I don't know. Anyways, he was cursed by the four winds for defiling something some point in time in the past. He made him like into a ghost. But if he appeases the four winds or the god of the east or something like that, then he will be able to take human form again and rule with an army of monsters. Monsters. Electric monsters. Or, or raiden looking monsters. Just monsters. 
He's going to rule you. So were those statue guys that they were fighting, were those monsters or were they just people in those statues? No, they're just people in those giant helmets. It seemed like those helmets were worse than the ones in fucking Conan. Like, just just unruly. Why do you need that on your head? You can't even see anybody who's, like, not directly in front of you. Right. I mean, if you're going to storm a wall, I don't know. Not even then. Yeah. Hey, yeah. thanks for giving me all this clay armor, guys. <laughs> awesome. That's another thing. That shit was just shattering every time. Like, <laughs> it just sounded like somebody dropping <laughs> pot off a window. And Kurt so. Russell had this, like, boot knife. It was maybe a four-inch boot knife. And he shoved it right through one of these guys in super armor. <laughs> What's funny about it is that he had that fucking... He had the ability to do that the whole movie. And there were, like, nine different opportunities where it would have been ideal. He's that shit once. How many times did, was he like on his back with his feet up in the air? He could have used that fucking boot knife plenty of other times. No, that's true. So they go after the girl. Oh, also the way that the, the way that uh, Chopin appeases Lopin. the gods, Lopin appeases the gods is by marrying a green hide special girl. Chinese girl. I just said green eyed girl. Yeah, which is fucking weird because it seems like he's been trying to do this for centuries, and he's just been getting every green eyed Asian girl that pops up. But you know, actually, Jack Burton does bring that up in the movie. Well, yeah, but see, the point is that he's, for some reason... Oh, come on, David! His dumb ass is only looking for the one age, the only Chinese girl with green eyes. But then he sees Kim Cattrall. Yeah, young Kim Cattrall's in this. She's very attractive in this movie. This is right after Porky. Yeah, she's still hot. And still kind of slutty. But anyway, so... (laughs) That's one part where Jack Burton just sexually assaults her. (laughs) They're just talking, he just sticks his tongue in her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so... I saw that this weekend with Budget... Yeah, so basically what happens is, uh, oh, the sexual assault part or the Pretty movie? much, yeah. Yes? Yes. Well, they just call that drinking. Rapists call that drinking? No, that's good. <laughs> I don't know what you call it. I don't know. <laughs> what? Has, what's that? Oh. Listen, it's sexual assault, but if she likes it, then no, no charges will be filed. <laughs> that's not funny. All right, so it's funny. Uh, low pan. Lopan's trying to marry the green-eyed girl oh, yes. to appease the gods. Right, right, so he's looking for the Chinese girl with green eyes for like, you know, 2,000 years. And then he sees he, he sees Kim Cattrall, she's got green eyes, and he's like, put her through the test. Oh, she made it. Which means... He's touched the burning blade. <laughs> right, she had to touch some ball and he called it burning blade. And so like, like fucking, she passes the test because she has green eyes. And at this point it's like, why didn't this motherfucker just go to Ireland? He could have he could have had a different girl every fucking hour. Tuscany, what? I'm saying like there's way way too many fucking holes in this green eyes story. He should just put random pitches in there and just let him touch the ball and see what happens. I don't know, maybe things weren't ready. Anyway, so he like kind of brainwashes the um the Chinese girl, and then he kind of brainwashes Kim Cattrall, but like she be snapping out of it whenever the fuck she felt like it. Like he'll do something, her eyes will go white, like she's a zombie, and she'll do some crazy shit. And like then the sword, in the air, kind of crazy shit. Right, right, hanging on to the blade of the sword. And then the moment that he walks away, she just like blinks and she's back to her normal self. Like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Holy Where, shit. Where's Jack? And then he walks back in and she's a zombie again. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. I'm wondering why, like, the Chinese chick, like, did she want to be there or was she just not as strong willed as, as Kim Cattrall? Or maybe Kim Cattrall was used to eating rookie by uh, Bill Cosby. So <laughs> she, was, she had some tolerance. Too soon, too, too soon. Okay. <laughs> so you know you, you know what I think it is? Maybe this is why Chow Main never went to Ireland looking for girls because they like to break out of his spells and the Chinese girl couldn't. Maybe that's a plot point that they left out. Hmm. Maybe we could make a new serious big trouble in China. Maybe not. 
Actually, we should, we need to make a, a Remo Williams The Adventure continues on. No, we don't. The name oh of the original God. movie should have been Remo Williams The Adventure Begins and Ends right here. This sucks. <laughs> anyway, so also I just want to point out how come how come um how come Chow Mein's freaking fortress look like the inside of a Chinatown themed mall? It had like neon lights and shit on it. Like, it like just, a bad old eighties Chinatown. It looked like it looked like Ferris Bueller's Day Off the Third, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> that shit looked terrible. It was Miami Vice-ish. It was. It really was pretty bad. It was like pink and pink bright. and like neon yeah. blue, oh. like like and then like the the architecture of it though looked like a real like Chinese temple that would be buried underground just with neon light trim on it. Except for that gaudy ass skull they had up there that didn't I mean the skull did not look real at all. Maybe it was the he's the god of the West. So so uh Kurt Russell and Short Round go and get this dude I can't think of his name, what's his name? Frog? Frog? Yeah, the the ugly guy. Oh, egg young yeah, or egg, wait, egg, egg, egg. I said frog. So they go get egg. Egg is like a wizard. So he's doing like small parts. Egg Shen. Right. Not egg young. It's Egg Shen. Right. So he he does like magic tricks and shit. He does excuse magic. They're not tricks. He he does. He's, he's like Chris well, Angel. Okay. No, they're not tricks. <laughs> I was thinking more like, like David Blaine. Magical. So there's a mean celebrity tweet. So Jimmy Kimmel and it's David Blaine, and David Blaine is reading the tweet, and it says. David Blaine, your face looks like your voice is boring you to sleep. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so um, so they go get Egg, and Egg is like, at first he's just doing like little tricks, and then eventually he shows up with some real fucking magic. But his magic doesn't compare to freaking Wing Wings. Dude, that guy makes a good drink, though. Yeah, so he makes some drink that gives everybody like kind of sort of superpowers. Everyone except for Kurt Russell. Things that no one else can see. Kurt Russell looked like he just did a bump of, bump of cocaine. No oh, that's how he caught the damn knife. See, he ain't shit. He caught the knife because of the drink the egg gave him. Well, then worn out this whole movie. Nah, man. The dude was a chump. That's your he opinion. He was a chump. That is my opinion. All right, so basically the final fight ensues is Egg and then Short Round who has got his superpowers back. So he could do all the shit that the three monsters on the other side are doing. Except for blow up. I didn't see him blow up. But like he's jumping through the air and flying and shit around like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon with the sword guy. And there's like this giant battle between the two gangs and then like giant like the statues we spoke of earlier with their clay armor show up and <laughs> get broken some at some point uh freaking Kurt Russell somehow gets singled out and he's in there with that like well this is the fight also where he shoots the ceiling and knocks himself out with the stones that fall out but Kurt Russell gets himself singled out where he's fighting with the uh, the, the last guy um low pal he throws a knife at him, which is a terrible throw. Like, it doesn't even spin. It just hits the wall behind him. And then Lopan throws it back at him, catches it, throws it again, hits him in the forehead. Movie's over. <laughs> and then all the, all these super, super awesome, badass, like, henchmen just, like, kill themselves immediately when they see his master's dead. Yeah, the one guy just literally blows up. Kurt Russell and Tim Cottrell kind of get together. And then Short Round and his girl get together, and they make out really, like, just full on as soon as they get in the truck. As soon, like, there's a bunch of people in there with them, and they just, as soon as they get in that truck, they're just like, mm-mm-mm. <laughs> anyway, so. Bullet holes, everything. Right. They don't care. So they're back together, and then uh, Short Round pays uh, Kurt Russell with the money, and that's all, folks. Oh, and then you see that, oh, we've got to talk about that monster. Oh, the be- the most cheesy part. And actually, that is the most cheesy part, too. Other than dude blowing up. Well, yeah, dude blowing up. Okay. That was almost like a 
It was cartoony. There was literally steam coming out of his nostrils and ears. Yes. Like, if I'm not mistaken, I heard that whistle that blows when Fred Flintstone gets off work. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, no, what, that that know. I don't know what that was. I have no idea. It was a good try, though. Maybe they'll come up on mic. Yeah, so, um, yeah, in a nutshell, Big Trouble in Little China is a very fucking fun movie. And John Carpenter made it, so even though it's, like, bad, it's filmed really great. It, I think the acting is good. Like, even though it's this crazy, shitty premise, like, I think it's pretty well acted. And then, It's a divine kung fu movie, watch it. Um, it's kind of a kung fu movie, kind of. One thing I will say about this movie, which you cannot say about most, though. But see, I used to watch all the old kung fu movies, like, from the 70s. Yeah. Late 60s. I've seen a few. I've seen a few. few, but I like bamboo ones. So the point is that uh, one thing I do like about this is that the way that they didn't really make the white guy come in and save the Asian people. More than more than anything, Kurt Russell was like along for the ride, bumbling, kind of bumbling and stumbling through it while while Short Round got his girl back, and, and Short Round and Egg got his girl back, and Kurt Russell was just the only one that survived that went with them. And then I'm, I'm telling you, man, he was the comic relief. He was funnier. His stuff that he was like, he just was. Every Star Wars kid theme they had. <laughs> he was funnier than everyone. Uh, well, he kid was definitely put in movies. These he days. was definitely funnier than that kid who plays Anakin. He was definitely funnier than fucking Jar Jar. The Ewoks. Oh, fucking Ewoks. All right, so let's not get into Star Wars. So that's that's pretty much all we're gonna say about Big Trouble in Little China. You should watch it. It's fucking, it's hilarious, it's interesting, it's entertaining, it's fun. No matter how bad it is, it's so good that you don't even realize how it's over until it's over. Like, it's, it doesn't drag on, there's no, like, you know, bad thoughts. It's, it's a good fucking, it's a solid, bad movie. And you know what Jack Burton always says? You paid your dues, Jack? Yeah, I've paid my dues with checks in the mail. Roadhouse. Oh, shit. Wrong <laughs> wait, movie. shit, wrong movie. Snake, let's go, wait. <laughs> Call me Snake. All right, y'all. We'll have this posted pretty soon. We'll talk to you before too long. T dot signing off. Botch dot signing out. Botch dot. <laughs> Botch dot com. Botch dot. Check us out at www.botch.com. Botch.com. 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 Botch.com.